Welcome to Conversations with the Authors. Welcome back to Conversations with the Authors. I'm your host, Daniel. And I'm Daryl. And I'm Sandra. And thank you, dear listeners and readers for tuning in. Thank you, Alexander Nakarada, for the wonderful intro. Some would say that love was meant for fairy tales, right? Sandra and Daryl, you conquer love quite a bit in your story. And today we're going to talk about love interests and hate interests. Now, we talked before about protagonists and antagonists, mm-hmm. which are the bad guys and the good guys, the good guys and the bad guys, respectively, mm-hmm. and this coined turn of, of a contagonist, which sort of gets in the way of the main characters, and, you know, it's neither good nor bad, but he's sort of an obstacle character. And that's a rare term. It's, you don't hear it often. But also, too, is the, the phrase hate interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hate, that's kind of a... A rare thing. I don't know if it's, you know, it's a, I guess it's a coined term we have here, a hate interest. Uh, we all know of the love interest. <laughs> yes. Know. And you define love interest as? A love interest is uh, that person uh, with whom the, uh, usually the protagonist right. has a relationship with, a love relationship. Right. And uh, it uh, is something that either begins at, at, in the story or along the lines it develops. Right. And, you know. Sandy, you would agree that uh, the hate interest is really just sort of the, the antithesis sort of the opposite of whatever the love interest is, right? Not necessarily good, I mean, not necessarily evil, but, you know, he, he doesn't have the, he or she doesn't have the best intentions uh, for our characters and or our stories. I think that's kind of what we mean by hate, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say that is. I would also say that it's a perceived irritant right. Okay. Yeah. that causes everything to move forward either good or evil you know and i guess i think it comes in degrees too because uh you might have uh, uh someone who's he doesn't really hate the person but doesn't have their interest at heart or mm-hmm. they have their own interest at heart and they're like a thorn in the paw of that uh character that the protagonist yes yes and this is a, a very interesting sort of story and character dynamic and storytelling and particularly in love interests and hate interests and we're sort of going to explore how that sort of played out in How Nicholas Became Santa Claus, your highly rated Eric Hoffer-nominated sci-fi fantasy novel. Uh, it's an amazing story. Uh, it's a page-turner. Uh, I guarantee you, if you read the first page, you're not going to want to stop. Um, so, um, we, now, so we defined what uh, we consider... And this is not a TED Talk, so we're not... You know, this is not a lecture on writing. This is just sort of our opinions. Uh, it's non-scripted, but if you hear ruffles of pages, we've got notes and such that we're sort of referring to just to stay on track. And we referred to... You know, we explained sort of what love interests and hate interests are. And so how, do you, how would you describe how these character roles uh, play uh, when it comes to storytelling? Well... I think uh, it can be a very important part of the story because it helps you see uh, the development of the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the love interest can uh, uh, affect uh, the protagonist in many ways. Mm-hmm. Sometimes 
um, uh, the love interest is what we call the impact character. Yes. Uh, because that person, he or she, has the most influence, whether for uh, uh, good or bad, uh, or in, uh, on the uh, on the on the character on the protagonist, and it's it's someone that uh, really has good intentions. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes in good intentions lead to to uh, a good direction. Sometimes they lead to and, and the love interest to, is, yeah. is a a driver uh, for the story. Yes, uh, it, mm-hmm. you know, it provides uh, a medium for the uh, you know right the plot to unfold and such you know what they say they say love makes the world go round, yes. but I, it makes the story go too yes. and uh, it also uh, I, I think it's something that shows you that your character is multi-dimensional yeah. too and, and would you, would you mm-hmm. agree with that Danny? I would and mm-hmm. I would say love in in the Nicholas story yes doesn't necessarily have to be love of person mm-hmm. it can be Love of station, mm-hmm. yes, or perceived station. Well, you know, in in, mm-hmm. in stories, and not in this story necessarily, but in some stories, it's it's love uh, in a uh, you know for a, a creature, right? You know, sometimes mm-hmm. uh, like you know, my friend Flicka, horse stories, you know, right. Lassie, and all of those things. That, um, you know, what was it? Uh, <laughs> where the wild things are, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, he he was driven not necessarily not necessarily by the love of a of a a woman, but as the movie trailers, so I'm not spoiling anything, mm-hmm. show uh, he has a great love of animals and, and, and mythical mm-hmm. creatures. And, yeah, not not all love interests are romantic love. And uh, I look at uh, um, Anna and Elsa. Oh yeah, I was going to yeah. mention so that. It's the love of siblings, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, sisterly love, brotherly love. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, now, on the flip side of that, we have what we again coined uh, as uh, hate interests. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, to, to uh, keep my thoughts in line here, how would these characters then um, drive the conflict and the tension? The you know our our love interests drive the plot and drive the motivations and you know, emotions. There- there's an old saying in, in, in my field, you know, I'm in psychiatry, is that yes. you really can't have strong emotions uh, for so- someone like hate unless you've had some kind of love. Right. You know, and... Uh, so there can't be, there cannot be empty hatred. I mean, when you when you meet somebody, you just can't hate somebody. Right. You can have a feeling of enmity, you can, you can uh, have uh, all kinds of negative feelings, but to really hate some, that's the flip side of right. love. Yes, you know, yes. Mm-hmm. and you know we see uh, you know hate interest characters aren't necessarily evil. For instance, take uh, uh, Draco Malfoy. That's right uh, from the Harry Potter series. He wasn't necessarily evil, but he had this instilled sort of um, by his family this you know, hatred of Muggles. You know, if they weren't being you know weren't pure born and weren't of magic and this and that, and that was sort of his driving his motivation, but it didn't necessarily make him an evil character. I, I I think a lot of us though, when we think of love interest, we th- we think of an individual or uh, a, a character that has vested interest yes. in the protagonist. Yes, you know, and oftentimes we we think of someone in a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. and that's 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 important because that's uh, uh, just a dimension, another dimension of uh, of human life. Uh, the hate interest. Uh, I've got I've got a 
pretty good example, I think. You know, it's it's love turned to hate, for instance. Yeah. Does anybody remember uh, the movie The Great and Powerful? Yes. You know, when uh, when uh, James Franco's character Oz uh, came there, he was in he was in love. Uh, he fell in love with Theodora, which was uh, Mila Kunis's character. Right. Right. Yes. yes. And then uh, at some point through the movie, and I, no spoilers here, she had uh, the greatest hate for him mm-hmm. when she was turned by her sister mm-hmm. or, or, or or taught to believe that he didn't have her best interest at heart. Right. She was a hate interest. Uh, you know, in that same sort of vein, I suppose, you might argue that, for instance, um, Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. We all know him as Darth Vader. Uh, he had this great uh, rivalry with uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his hatred... Uh, his his hate interest became the Jedi Masters, not necessarily right. because but, but he. I think Obi Wan right. was like a father right. to him. Yeah. He was we were like brothers, Anakin. You know, and <laughs> you know, uh, he wanted. He believed so so strongly in the Jedi Order, and when they failed to see his talents uh, and denied him the ability to be a Jedi Master, uh, the rest of the story ensues. Uh, and I think that's sort of the, uh, as you're saying, mm-hmm. uh, he had to have this great you know, love and or affinity for mm-hmm. both the characters mm-hmm. and his his you know, philosophy right, right. in order to mm-hmm. spawn such a hatred, which now he feeds off of. Right. You know, I don't know if anybody out there is a, is a, a fan of history, but I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you know uh, the story of Benedict Arnold, mm-hmm. the reason Benedict Arnold turned against the American forces and particularly George Washington, mm-hmm. is because he thought that he should have got a promotion that George Washington did not give him. He gave it to somebody else. And he hated Washington so bad, you know, that he became a turncoat. Yes, yes. And Sandy, so what are your your thoughts on on this? My thoughts are are sometimes these rivalries are Mm -hmm. are not just just between strangers. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest love-hate-driven stories are siblings. When we talk about siblings, uh, particularly, uh, you know, this rivalry would be Cain and Abel in the Bible. I mean, they're the sibling rivalry. You know, it's a, it's a love and hate interest between, you know, brothers. In, in fact, in How Nicholas Became Santa Claus, one of the, uh, I mean, some of the driving forces are between siblings. Mm-hmm. You know, love and hate between siblings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I chose to have the power of three, three Mm -hmm. siblings that were being designated by their father who is passing away and is a king who will run the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Love makes the world go round. Well, then then you have two, Nicholas, uh, coming of age and meeting someone also later that uh and i don't want to give it away that becomes a love interest too mm-hmm. uh, so but i'm not going to give that away <laughs> so for our fellow writers who are starting with a clear understanding of your story's theme and character arcs uh and, you know develop love and hate interests that serve uh, the themes and push the protagonists our, our good guys or what have you uh to push their growth 
uh, don't be afraid to explore uh, the complexities of, of human emotions. So when you're and, and, and draw on the human emotions that well, are around you, you, you know, but I, I and I know somebody's out there is probably saying, well, why aren't you saying? Uh, the antagonist. Well, there's a lot of interest in the antagonist. Too. Absolutely. You know, and so how many, I mean, even though you're a bad guy or a bad girl, you know, you may have a love interest that's either for you or against you yeah, uh, for right, one, right. one purpose or another. I mean, we can think of lots of, uh, you know, uh, various mobsters. Uh, stories, even The Godfather, where there was love interest going on. I mean, look at, uh, for instance, DC's The Joker and Harley Quinn. Uh, ever since uh, you know the, ba- the Adventures of Batman in the '90s, we've had this Harlequin character who has, you know, for hell or high water, uh, loved the Joker as as insane as he is. I mean, there's and there's motivation on that end too. Maybe not necessarily for him, but for her, and it's still. It's still part of what makes them grow, I think. There's someone mm. out there for everyone, isn't there? So there is. <clears throat> I'm going to preface this question with the, uh, as we always say, so long as it drives the story. Uh, what other advice might you have for our authors who, who, and our readers and our listeners who are contemplating or trying to create these sort of uh, relationships, dealing with the love interests and the uh, hate interests? Don't be afraid to draw from. The people that you see around you. People watch. Go ahead and people watch. See who's doing what and and see if you can figure out why. You know, you want to round out your characters and you, you want to give them dimension, as I've been saying before. You know, they they love people. They, they hate people. Uh, they have indifference for some people. And there's all types of relationships choose the ones that are appropriate for the story but make your character a full person you know it's much more interesting that way Uh, remember that these characters are you know sort of point counterpoint and they but even so they balance each other you know for one everyone forever is sort of evil intention there's a good intention for every way of going about doing something there's an adverse way of going about doing it and uh it has to as i said before drive the story and uh it has to add to both the story itself the plot but it has to lead to some sort of character development in one way or another you have many avenues i think to go about this because uh you can uh, do art Mm-hmm. Uh, art characters, uh, archetypes. Mm-hmm. You can have a complex character too, and so that has many dimensions. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and remember that the the sort of the bad guy, the antagonist, the hate interests. These are meant to build challenges for our characters. These are meant. F- to help our characters uh, navigate, grow, facilitate some sort of idea, philosophy, uh, emotion, or what have you. Um, but, you know, play around with it. So, see, you know, look at some of your favorite writers and see what they do, see what they've done, see how you can... And if they've done it, see how you can do it better, as my sister would say. She says, well, they may have done it that way, but how could you do it better? And I think that's, that's I think, the draw you should take from it. And don't be afraid to not get it right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, a whole part of writing is rewriting. Okay. Uh, when I was in film school, my my dad was always helping me with my writing. 
and one of the things he taught me, and for me it was true, uh, if you're writing a script, if you're writing anything, uh, your first draft... You should be rewritten like seven times. <laughs> I, I made a, I had a, a script that I did for class, uh, uh, and for some other work that I did, and I always did a number of rewrites on the first draft before I was ready for my second draft. Uh, uh, right. So I mean, uh, and, and that's well, sort of what to well, remember, right? Yeah, and I, I think uh, there's an old saying in writing that uh, if it was. Written only once, it, w- it was never written. So right. You have to continue to go over it. Uh, I, I, I remember a, a, a little story, you know, uh, about uh, the author of Farewell to Arms, you know, who uh, uh, he wrote the, he wrote the ending of the story forty four times. Mm-hmm. You know, Ernest Hemingway was Ernest Hemingway, but he knew he had to rewrite it till he got it right. Right, 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 and and that's that's like like my was saying. You want to do it and do it right, and like my grandmother says. I yes, have another yes. idea. We're getting, she, we're getting these she's, ideas. Uh, she's texting me. Uh, <laughs> she says that if you're going to say something, uh, make sure that your intentions are clear. You know, uh, if it can be misconstrued, uh, rewrite it. If the idea, if the plot, if, if the tone you're trying to create can be misinterpreted as something else, rewrite it until it sounds the way it should. And with your with the love interest, as a relationship grows, don't force it. That is, don't make it stick if it's not working the mechanics of it all has to work it has to be smooth you have to finesse this you know so right. and, uh, a, a love relationship builds right and it's very similar to what you were saying about the story itself in our earliest earlier podcast we were talking about uh, writing a story and rewrites and this and that and your advice ma and dad as uh, ma you said that it should write itself it should drive itself if you force it you know your audience will know uh, if you're forcing it's love... It's not going to really work yeah. if you force it. And that's how love works, guys. If you have to force it, it's not going to work. So, yeah, my, so tonight's discussion was about love interests and hate interests and writing. And I, I hope that you gained some valuable insight into the character dynamics and the, you know, enhancing your storytelling. Um, and if you really want to see how this can be masterfully crafted you can check out our facebook uh you can check out our our website at troopbooks.com where you can land on the author page and pick a copy of the soft cover or the hard cover check out our facebook our tiktok our x our instagram at troopbooks.com uh, it's all troop books and uh i hope that uh you learned something interesting i hope that you can join the conversation if you have some ideas let us know uh hit us up with some comments uh, if we like your topic, maybe we'll talk about it. And I'll talk to you next time on Conversations with the Others. Mm-hmm.